Olivia, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Um, I'm 19 years old. I love my job. I like fish. That's about it. <laughs> ah, there's more than that. That's what we're going to get into today. But let's get a little synopsis. Um, what, uh, you know, you said you like your job, which we like to hear, obviously, as your employer. But deeper than that, why, why do you like your job? What do you like about your job that maybe somebody – Let's get, you say you're 19, okay, you're a young kid, um, maybe there's a 19-year-old or an 18-year-old who's <clears throat> trying to find a job they enjoy, and why do you like your job? The people I work with is a big part of it. Uh, I've never been able to come to work and feel comfortable about not having, like, an issue with somebody else. I don't have issues with anybody here. Um, you guys care. Nobody else cares. Uh, and really, I've never worked an office job before, and I like the organizing. And, and the processes and all that. Cool. What, uh, so, you know, it's it's mainly the people. Yeah, it's it's a big awesome. What, <clears throat> what would you say? All right, so let's, let's, uh, I'm gonna do a little bit different on this format. Okay, Jen, is that cool? Okay, mm-hmm. cool, cool. Um, let's take money out of the equation. Okay, you didn't have any, you didn't have to worry about finances. What would you be doing with your life? You ever thought about that? Sleeping. <laughs> you go for fulfillment when you're sleeping. I don't know. Um, traveling, seeing if it wasn't money wasn't ever an issue. Yeah, like money's no longer a problem, so you don't really have to work. Not saying you would have to quit here. We'd love to still have you around, but what would that look like for you? Like, what would your life look like? Just kind of give us a general synopsis. So you said traveling a little bit. Uh, get a little bit more rest, yeah. stuff like that. Travel, sleep, uh, take my dog a lot more places. Yeah? Any place in particular that, like, comes to mind? Colorado. Why? Beautiful. Yeah? Okay, that's good. Um, so, I know you're really passionate about animals. You love your dog. Um, the, what, what, uh, what, what kind of joy does an animal bring you, um, like, I know for me, like, I love my dogs because, like, they just, it doesn't matter what you did that day. They're still going to love you when you get home. What, what's your reasoning for, you know, being so embraced with animals? Um, they, they're always there no matter what. People aren't always, but animals always are. Cool. So, company. Oh. <laughs> love. Yeah. Yeah. Not to pay for it or ask for it. It's just there. That's right. <laughs> I like that. Um... What what um what would you say your biggest passion is in life? Like, um, what what do you want? So I know you're 19, but we've done some exercises around here. So I know I can ask this question. Um, we've done some exercises where we write letters about ourselves in 10 years. What did that version look like, and why was that so important? You to be that person. I to prove everybody wrong. How so? That I can do it. So, like, to be able to prosper in life without the help of a... Of a Companion. Doesn't have to be a man. Spouse. Yeah. But I can 
I like that. So, um, however, if uh, the right person was to come along, you, do you feel like that spouse is in your future? Oh, yeah, but I won't need their help. Like, I don't, I wouldn't expect them to make my car payment, make my house payment, pay off medical bills. Like, I wouldn't do that all on my own. Yeah. Well, that's something we were talking about yesterday with mom is that, um, and we can continue to drive this home. I know it's like two episodes back to back, and somebody's watching and thinking, like, man, you just hope we stream too. But, you know, your happiness has to come from you more so than it has to come from someone else. That's what I'm working on a lot right now. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, so I know you've been in some previous relationships and stuff, and um, <clears throat> those can be hard to leave behind. Um, what would you tell Olivia two years ago that was just getting ready to graduate high school? What a piece of advice would you give her uh, to prepare you for where you are now? Slow down and save your money. <laughs> Big one. Yeah? Why slow down? Because uh, life can get a hold of you and you can go downhill pretty fast. And that did happen and I had to bring myself back up. But I would be a lot further right now if I didn't go through what I went through. Yeah, but do you think that those instances where we're not um, 100% like on the right path, don't you think those kind of shape us too? Like, Don't you think that made you who you are? In a way, yeah. There's a lot of regrets at the same time. <laughs> yeah. No, I like hearing that. We got regrets, but that's okay. Um, okay. I'm trying to think of what else I want to ask you, Miss Olivia. You're, you're, you're not giving me a lot to grasp on here. It's like you didn't want to be I, on the podcast. I didn't answer it. <laughs> well, just answer from the heart. That's our biggest thing. Um, what would you say? So let's look at that, Olivia. If you weren't um, that person, what, what kind of feelings would that bring up knowing that you didn't get... Like, you remember the letter that we wrote to ourselves that wasn't that person and, and how disappointed we were in them? What feelings and emotions would that, would that bring up for you? A lot. Um, if I wasn't the person I was in that letter... That you wanted to be. Oh, yeah. When we talked about our perfect if I, day. If I were to write that letter or read that letter in 10 years from now and I didn't get any of the goals accomplished, then I'd be pretty depressed. It'd probably push me further to complete them if I hadn't gotten there yet, but I'd be pretty upset with myself. So do you think it's it's valuable to us as human beings to know those feelings are going to come? Like, I read something today that said everything's going to be hard, right? Like, it's hard to be fat, but it's also hard to be fit. you got to pick which, which version of your heart is. In this circumstance, it's hard to look back and know that you have regrets but it's also hard to achieve your goals so you get to pick your heart right so i think that's super important that we oftentimes don't think about like what is our version of heart which one do we want right i can either pick the hard um that on the surface level is probably easier now right it's easier to be a bum right and then, then to work hard to achieve my goals and 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 that so, um, yeah, it's always something to think about as far as that goes. I get pride out of completing them, though. Yeah? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, do you think the journey is worth more than the destination? Definitely. Yeah? Once you get to the destination, you just look for another journey. So it's never really ending. Yeah, I've heard, um, once again, I'm just like spitting the same stuff, but um, I've heard people that are mountain climbers. They say that the climb is more fun than the peak, the summit. 
and it's, it's so true in life. Like, I have more fun building than I do... Seeing a complete project. Yeah, it's probably why I don't really... Like, I get bored around here. I don't really get bored. That's a bad way to put it. <laughs> um, scratch that out, Jen. Um, it's not so much that I get bored, but, like, I don't want to... I can't sit still. Like, we've got to get to the next goal. Like you guys have heard us talk about it. Like, yeah, we did more in the first quarter than we did in my first year in business. That's great. Next, done next. Right? So, like, I agree with you in that sentiment. I'm 100% that way. I can't just settle. Because there's no, there's no give to it. If you're just sitting here, you're always thinking about what could be more could be done. Yeah. In some way. Yeah, you're always thinking, like, well, did I have more in the tank? Um, did I give up too early? Like, I was just literally thinking today, I was like, man, um, if anybody ever asks me when I'm going to retire, it's when I die. I I won't be able to do it. That's what my dad says, too. Yeah, because, I mean, what's retirement? Like, that doesn't sound fun. Why do I want to sit in Oh, I get to mow my grass and look at my garden. <laughs> what? No. No accomplishment from that? No, not at all. Um... Yeah, I mean, it's so funny, like, I, you know, it's oftentimes hard to remember that you're 19, and we're having these conversations, you're 19, you know, if I had somebody having these conversations with me when I was 19, it's a crazy to think where my life would have gone, um, and we talk a lot about that, like, legacy, how long, how long we're here, like, we're not here forever, right? Yeah, then why, why are we here, you know? What do you feel like God's pulling you towards? To be your purpose today. Do you, do you um, have anything in mind that comes to mind when I ask that question? Just to be here. To I exist? Yeah. Or to be at, at, at All American? Just to exist. Okay. No, I like that. I like that better than being at All American. That was a little conceited of me. So I apologize. <laughs> that was a valid question, though. To yeah. differentiate. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, so like to be here, what does that mean to you? Like to be present? Yeah. Sometimes it's really hard to be here, so I feel like that's God's main purpose is for me to be here. Yeah? Do you feel like uh, there's anything, like, that God's put on your heart yet that, like, you're super passionate about? Like, I know, you remember when I was standing at the retreat and I was talking to everybody and we did the what do you stand for? Yeah. And everybody shared, and you, you shared some stuff, too, but, um, like, you could tell in that moment what people were really passionate about. Is there anything, like, that you feel like our viewer needs to hear about to get passionate about? Um, at the moment, I'm, I'm not really passionate about anything, except for bettering myself. Okay, self-improvement's a good one. Why? Because if I'm not improving, I'm downgrading. Yeah? Do, uh, do you ever get scared that you'll stay where you are? Very. Like, does that fear motivate you? Yes, a lot. What do you think about haters? I don't care what people have to think about me. They're my biggest supporters. You can. We say whatever we want. Opinions are like assholes and everybody's got one. <laughs> so I'm not very I think I dropped like three shits yesterday. <laughs> not a big deal. Um, well, the, um, the, the biggest question, you know, like for me right now, I'm super passionate about kids and giving back to kids. Um, like, I don't know if y'all know this or not, but like we were talking about adoption. I was like this close to being like, hey, I'll adopt. I'm just going to adopt. And my wife's, you know, she's not involved in that. Tori, we're not adopting. But, you know, like, I'm just like, ah. 
because uh, like I'm just super passionate about less fortunate kids. Thing, yeah. yeah, I mean, like I saw a TikTok the other day. This little girl, they said um, she was three years old, and she asked her parents if she'd done her chores good enough because in her previous homes, that's how she got judged or graded. Like to think about a three-year-old in that yeah. environment. That hurts my heart. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I, that to me is like, God dang, like how can I help? You know, but you can't save them all too. Like, if I had 100 dogs running around my house, can I give them all love? I know they're in a good home. The same way with kids. If I have 15 kids running around my house, can I give them all individual love? Um, it'd be very hard. It'd be very hard to dedicate my time. So that's where I think it gets hard. Um, and I think that's why, like, if you notice, like, our previous generations, they just had a ton of kids. And, like, now people don't because I feel like they realize the love and compassion that kids need is important. And hard to give. And very hard to give and dedicate. You know? That's why I won't have kids. No, don't say no, that. Every time everybody asks me, I will be I will be aunties forever because I will never put a kid or possibly put a kid through what my parents put me through by being selfish. But see, we just had this conversation yesterday, so I think it's so good. We're getting some meat and potatoes now. The uh, you have to be selfish as a parent to a degree. Because there's two ends of it, right? So maybe I can change your mind or maybe I can just give some insight. I don't even worry about changing your mind. But I think there's a fine line between selfish and compassionate. Like, my mom overgave. My mom was selfless, right? Um, So because she was selfless, we just literally talked about this yesterday, um, or our last episode, and... She didn't know who Faith was. Because she was your mom. She was mom. Mm -hmm. So I think you still have to remain... I think you can be selfish, with, but also be selfless to your kids. Like, you can be both. They're not mutually exclusive. I think there's a time to be mom, there's a time to be Olivia. So that's where I don't want you to think that... Because there's so much love you can give with a child. Like, that's the ultimate legacy, Liv. The ultimate legacy, and you're 19, like, I think everybody early is like, I'm not, kids, blah, blah, blah. My wife was anti-kids before we met. Like, she met me, she's like, I'm not having new kids. I'm like, well, I really like you, so we'll figure this out. Now, you know, that conversation's been had. Um, So I don't think you want to completely write it off yet. But it's not as up to me. It'd be up to me and the other half creating it. And I don't trust people, so I don't think I would ever be in a position to fully trust someone enough to put another life at stake, another person's feelings at stake. I think you can create a good, solid foundation with someone eventually. You're at a weird age, man. You don't even know who the hell you are. I agree with you. 19-year-olds have no clue who they are. Hell, I don't think you really know who you are until you're in your mid-20s at best. That's why young parents scare me. Yeah, I really don't. I think you don't really know your true identity, your true calling, your true purpose until you're in your mid-20s. Um, that's why I think it's so stupid to tell kids to go to college. I think it's so dumb. Um, we talked about it on a previous episode, but it's so silly to be like, go to college, go to college, go to college. Well, if you look, and you're not there yet, but if you look and a lot of the kids you went to high school with, they will not be doing what they went to college for. In five or ten years. Half of them have dropped out by now. Or they'll drop out. Yeah. Um, they'll change career paths. It's okay. Yeah, too. Yeah. 
Like, we're, we're fully understanding when we hire young people. Like, y'all probably won't be here forever because you'll find a new passion point. And you know what? I'd rather you find a new passion point and us love on you while you're here. So, don't completely write out, kids. Don't completely write out being blindsided by the right person at the right time because God's timing so weird. Um, we'll get Tori on an episode and we'll share our story because it's super cool. But, you know, if you've never heard our story, we met 900 miles away from home. On a one-night whim. We were on a one-night stand. Okay? Wait a minute. <laughs> but, um, like, I wasn't supposed to be there. She wasn't supposed to be there. And, like, it just worked. And we, we always say the cliche, like, we wish we'd made each other sooner. But, like, it wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have worked. Like, God knew when we had to meet. Because otherwise, one of us would have screwed it up. So, like, don't. Yeah, if I can leave you with anything, don't screw that up. Always bring it up. Be optimistic. Or be open-minded. You don't have to be optimistic about it. Be open-minded about it. Can you promise me that? I can promise you that. All right, cool. Liv, the last... Uh, I'm getting this flash behind the camera. We try to keep these around 20 minutes, okay? doesn't even probably feel like it's been that long. Mm-hmm. But um, the last two minutes or, or so before I wrap this thing up, I want you to tell the camera anything that you want to share and get out there in the world uh, that just is on your heart. Ready? Go. Mm. I don't There's a lot of dogs in the animal shelter that are on the verge of being put down, not because they're vicious, but simply because they're all too crowded. So if you can, go adopt an animal so that they don't get put down. Oh, see, I think we found uh, Liv's passion point there. Um, I wish you would have brought that up earlier in the episode. We could have talked about dogs a little bit more. I didn't think about it. You put me on the spot. I'll see. I got to put people on the spot more, and that's why I make people cry. Uh, (laughs) No. Now you're (laughs) But hey, everybody, I appreciate y'all for listening to this episode. If you made it to the end here, we would love to have you on an episode. I promise you it's not to make you cry, but we want to get into the nitty gritty and, and talk about real stuff. So if you're interested in doing an episode, reach out to myself or my team. We'd love to have you on. Thank you, Liv, for coming on. We appreciate you for, for taking time away from your office phone and, and coming out here and, and shooting this thing with us. We're super excited to see where this goes for us. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all there is to it. So um, just keep asking yourself, what's your why? Mm-hmm.